Good morning, moms, moms to be, moms of the spawn, and anybody else who has decided to join us today. I am here with Shay, as always. Hello. And every week I listen back to these episodes and realize that I introduced Shay and never introduced myself. So those that are new or those that are current and just have realized I haven't introduced myself, I'm Destiny. (laughs) And this is Motherhood Exposed, guys. Hello, Shay. Hello. How was your Christmas? Oh, it was good. It was good. It didn't feel like Christmas. It, it did not. It I felt think, rushed, I feel like. I think it was just too damn hot to feel like Christmas. Oh, bitch, don't even get me started. Anything above 60 degrees is too hot for me. Yeah, I don't like it. I get sweaty and sticky and I'm yeah, just I'm like, like why am I sweating on Christmas? Right. And then, you know, normally it's pretty cold. I mean, I'm not going to say it's like always freezing here for Christmas, but it's always like pretty cold. Yeah, usually pretty chilly, right? Yeah. Like at even... least 40, maybe 50 at the hottest, but I think it was like 73. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen it that warm for Christmas. I don't remember ever seeing it that warm for Christmas. Yeah, me anyway. either. So, and we ended up being sick. Um the week before Christmas I was sick and then the week the like the week of Christmas my husband was sick well we're sick now yeah it's going around bad right now joy they passed around sickness yeah well Callie when I was sick I tried to explain to her like she's at that age where she's asking a million questions and so she was like oh well why are you sick mom I was like because I have germs you know I caught germs from somewhere Callie Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. You know, she got it. She understood. Well, then Michael got sick the next week and she was like, oh, dad's probably got your worms. That's why he's sick. Oh my God. (laughs) Not worms. (laughs) I said, they're not worms. (laughs) We don't have worms. She's hilarious. Yeah. She just went around and told everybody we had worms these last couple of weeks. Oh my God. (laughs) She called her nana and she was like, my mommy and daddy have worms. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and how did yours go? I mean, did it, did it go good? Did it feel- yeah, it went good. Um, Link got a lot of stuff. And you know how you and I were like, we were personally talking about how we were kind of worried that they would get a bunch of stuff that we wouldn't want, you know? Yeah, like just outside of the realm of toys. Right. That- I was pleasantly surprised with everything that he got that's so good that is yeah. so good you know and I was extremely surprised we've not done family Christmases yet like we've not went to my grandparents and we've not done Christmas with Michael's mom or any of that we've not with my mom nobody so it was just our Christmas you know just me and Michael and the kids mm-hmm so I can't say one way or another, but as far as Christmas goes, but with his birthday, we did his birthday the week before Christmas. And mm-hmm. I was extremely surprised that everybody come out and everybody actually bought him a gift. And they was stuff that you would have wanted him to have. Not that yes. okay, I feel like we sound bad when we say stuff like that. It's not that we don't want them to have a certain thing. It's just, you know, 
I personally don't want a whole bunch of music playing toys that don't teach him anything, you know? Well, see, my whole thing is, like, since we took all the battery-operated and, like, just things that are are pointless, you know, that just sit there and make noise, since we took all that from Callie, out of Callie's room, and given her the imagination building blocks that she needs, like, we bought her Mm -hmm. a laundry a laundry room set and a kitchen set and um, a baby nursery set and and just things that she has to use her imagination with. I have literally seen a completely different child. Like she has And that's how I want Link to be. I don't want him to just, okay, this is going to sound bad, but what Alex does for fun is he sits at the computer. Right. That's the only way this guy has fun, I swear. Right. And I, I want Link to, you know, go outside and play and build blocks and, you know, I don't I want him it's to just, just sit there and be entertained by a screen or lights yeah. or buttons yeah. and things like that. Not to say no, that I think it's not okay. Right. It's not what I want. I was just about to say, I think it's just our preference as to like what we would prefer for our children. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's not bad one way or the other, you know, right. we, we're not saying oh, well, you're just a bad parent. You're not as good as us if you do let your kids play with toys that light up, you know. Now, we do screen time. He watches TV. We do a lot of screen time over here. Um, Callie, the TV's constantly running. We're always watching something like Hey Bear or Bluey or mm-hmm. something like that. Because Link is really into Miss Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. yes. I will let him watch some episodes of Blue's Clues. yeah. I'm not doing new clothes. I'm not, I mean, new clothes. I'm not doing new episodes. <laughs> no, absolutely not. He watches Steve. Yeah. I just, I really try and instill and, and give them the things that I grew up on. Yeah, me too. I, I don't know. Like it's way too different now. She is way too different. I don't know if it's, the, are we scared? You know, are we scared of the change? Maybe. Maybe it's, it's uh, us. Maybe we're the issue. <laughs> Maybe we're the shitty parents because we're just scared of change and want to shelter our yeah. kids from everything. <laughs> I don't think we're sheltering though. I mean, if we if if we sat here and dug way way deep into it, we'd be here for hours. So oh, yeah. just bottom line, this is just what we want for our kids, and we were pleasantly surprised from the support that we got in wanting that for our children. And I don't know. I just felt like I don't know. Anyway, it's too crazy now. Let's just, Ab- let's absolutely. just <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, what I had a question for you, and it just completely slipped my mind, and that upsets me. I hate when that happens because then you're, I'm gonna end up remembering like halfway into the episode, and then I'm not gonna know how to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you know, because we do these as just. We just sit and record ourselves like we don't press pause and edit or anything like that. Right. We record ourselves and then that was that is what goes into this podcast. Um, so then let, let's talk about what we're doing today because a lot of people are excited about today. I'm excited. I'm Have excited. Some good ones. Are you? <laughs> are you excited? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm excited because this time we have no idea what each other's bringing to the table yeah I didn't send you any of these no and I just sat okay so Callie was up till (laughs) 
literally eight o'clock this morning. Oh, when she went I do bed. not, I do not miss that. Not that she's like a newborn or anything. Cause she's damn near four. Yeah. When Link's four month uh, sleep regression was a thing, mm-hmm. which I thought I was going to die. I literally thought death was creeping upon me. We'll see. I'm used to it. I have insomnia. So I'm used to staying up all night. It's but, funny that you say that because I've had a really hard time sleeping lately and Link has actually been better. He usually wakes up about maybe two or three times. Right. But he's been maybe once, maybe twice lately, but I still just haven't been able to sleep. I do that all the time. And let me tell you something. Okay, audience, Shay and I have been literally obsessed with the show sister wives oh my god maddie just got married and it was so beautiful she looked great the wedding looked great so i will literally sit up till four or five o'clock in the morning watching the show oh yeah me too i love it (laughs) i'm obsessed it's so weird because i'm like damn i wish i had 17 brothers and sisters not me (laughs) not me okay um so back to it Today's episode is, what are we doing, Shay? Monster-in-law, part two. That's it. We're going to do the monster-in-law, part two. Uh, Everybody has requested it. Everybody is excited about it. We have some great stories that we're going to jump into. And um, I think we're actually extremely excited. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really excited. About what we have. Some of these stories make me very angry. Some my stories over here just make me think. One of them is like, uh, but then the others oh, are no. like, bitch. So, so anyway, let's jump right into it. So let's jump right into the juicy bits of it. Yes. Let's spill other people's teas. Let's talk about it. Let's get our opinions out there. Let's just do it. Do you want to go or do you want me to go? I want you to. I want you okay. to start. Okay. All right, this one makes me angry as a breastfeeding mom. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Probably not, but go ahead. My mother-in-law is super against me breastfeeding my son, who recently turned two. She has always been against breastfeeding, mostly because she fed all of her kids cow's milk straight from the hospital. No, I'm not kidding. She always has something to say when I go somewhere private to feed my son. Even when he was a baby, she has always given me condescending looks and said mean comments while I feed him. And if I fed him more than every three hours, she would try to force me to switch him to cow's milk, which I obviously refused. Are you done with the shit show? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, God. Okay. I told her. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm trying to hold my comments until the end so that we don't overlap and talk over each other. (laughs) It's getting really hard. Go ahead. Yeah. I would tell her that my goal is to feed him until he's one, but she would demand that I would start weaning him at six months. My son still hasn't stopped and he probably won't anytime soon because he refuses to drink any milk alternative besides human, which I don't mind to keep going. But she waves her finger in his face saying, no, 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 you're a big boy now. It's time to grow up. Mm -hmm. And my father-in-law calls him a brat and a titty baby. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. (laughs) Yeah. 
the last time they did this, I asked them to please not to because it hurts his feelings. They told me that I am forcing him to continue breastfeeding. What the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> tell um, them tell them to <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's and kiss your saying. ass. Yeah. <laughs> kiss my ass. Bye. Baby. What? Damn sure is. That's so rude. <laughs> That's so fucking rude. Listen, I me and Michael have a very dark sense of humor. <laughs> Just nine times out of ten, our jokes are gonna be like macabre. Like <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be crazy. They're gonna be out there. They're gonna be outlandish. They're gonna be offensive. Um, um, me and Michael both call Mason a titty baby, and he's not even breastfed. But it's because <laughs> nine times out of ten, like when I pick up Mason, Mason will like snuggle me and hug me and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Michael, <laughs> Michael picks him up, and Mason will like literally start punching him in his throat. <laughs> they play like that. So Michael just says he's a titty baby because he always wants his mama. <laughs> Excuse me, but in this aspect, it is rude because they're not calling it as like, "Oh, he's a titty baby." You always want his mom. They're calling it like literal titty yeah. baby. Yeah, so I just even, feel like that's you know, I don't know. And like, that's not even the main point. Care here? so much. Why do people care so fucking much? I was about to say that's not even the main point here. Like, let's understand why does it matter to you? Yeah, what, he's not on your titty. You aren't having to, you know, get up with him. I know she said he's a little bit older than waking up to the night, but yeah. you're not the one that has to get up with him through the night and feed him. You're not the one that has to deal with the cracked nipples or the mustasis that comes with it most times. Like you don't have to deal with any of that. So keep your mouth closed. Right. You don't have I anything don't... to do with you? Shut your mouth. Right. I don't understand why people feel the need to insert themselves into other parents' business okay let's let's move on because i feel like they're just gonna get worse like that was kind of that was kind of mild for a yeah that one was pretty mild yeah so um let me read you mine <laughs> okay this is this one is um prepare yourself Ooh. how am i gonna make this work i give birth at the end of february beginning of march i want my mom to come visit soon after baby because I want her there and she'll be amazing with helping me with my other kids. If she's my mom, she's going to be able to help me with the new baby and myself. But I was planning on telling my mother-in-law no visitors for six weeks at least, maybe longer depending on how I feel. Mm -hmm. I don't even want her to come at all, honestly. <laughs> Would it be awful to tell her that and still post pics of my mama with my new baby sooner than mother-in-law is allowed to go? <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's my take on it. I've had personal friends, like, they'll, you know, they'll express to me and they're like, I want my mom there, but I know his mom will be like, well, why don't you want me there? Well, why, why can't I come? Why does your mom? Simple answer. I come out of her coochie. She knows exactly. me. Exactly. She and knows like how to take every, care of me. Every woman deserves to have her mom there. I if she wants her there she absolutely deserves to have her own mother there and 
and have time with her mother and her mm-hmm. newborn before she has time with anybody else. Yep. So I think a lot of it needs to be like mother-in-laws and probably father-in-laws too, but they really don't get into it. But just in-laws in general need to take a step back and realize that, yes, we look at you as family now, but you've not been there since my birth. Right. And if it were the other way around, they would want it that way too, right? Right. I feel like that. But I, I think that is just, I think there should be a time. This is This is how... I think it should be done. And if we were to have another child, it would probably probably be done this way. I think there should be the time in the hospital that you have with just you, your husband, and your child. Oh, absolutely. There is no way. I don't care if it's COVID. I don't care if it's not. The time at the hospital, I literally am going through hell. I do not want 87 people coming into my room, taking my baby out of my arms and passing him around or her. So I've done it both ways. With Callie, I had my whole entire family and her sperm donor bio dad's family up there as well. Both sides of mine and his family were up there. And it, it was, I mean, not, it was horrible let's let's just be frank here yeah it was horrible it. it was horrible I had everybody's opinion while I was in active labor like eight centimeters dilated ready to damn push like hard active labor I still had people fluctuate like in and out of the doors in and out of the doors and and they're trying to tell me and everybody's like oh well you need to do this and you need to do that and make sure you're breathing and breathe like this and make sure you're doing this do you want to sit up do you want to get up do you want to walk around and like leave me alone leave me everybody leave me alone like stop this is not a revolving door stay out and then with mason we did i mean 90 percent of it was just because it was it was covid they wouldn't allow anybody but michael but my mom's been in the room my mom was in the room when callie was born and i would have loved to have her there while mason was born because Mm -hmm. they normally give you two people they used to and so it would always be my mom and my significant other. I just, my mom knows how to come for me in a way that nobody else knows how to come for me. That's my mom. Yeah. So, and I think that's where it stems from. It's like, okay, I want the time in the hospital with my significant other and my child, my newborn, let it give us that time. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, if you want other people there, cool. But if not, then I think that's okay that, too. I think people need to stop getting so butthurt over the situation mm-hmm. and understand that it is a very intimate moment. You're like it is a very private moment. You either just had a whole human come out of your vagina or cut out of your stomach. Right. The last thing I fucking want is people in my face gooing and gawing over my kid. And not only that, but all that fucking effort that I just put in getting that child out of me, give me my damn kid. Yeah. <laughs> if they're lucky. All of our, both of our families are so lucky that COVID was around because I would have been a total bitch because that, my birth experience was so traumatic. Yeah. It was, there's absolutely no way I would have made everyone leave. No one would have been allowed in the room at all. Right. (coughs) Excuse me again. Um, See, I would have been the opposite way. Because of COVID, I was... (laughs) I don't want to say forced because that always comes with a connotation that it was like bad. I, but I was forced to only have Michael 
there. And and I feel like it made us grow because yeah. it put us in a situation where he had to be that rock for me. He had mm-hmm. to figure out how to comfort me, which he knew. I mean, he was great during birth. He was a oh my great God. birthing partner. So partner. amazing during the pushing and during after the C-section. Yeah. I mean, he was great, but it, I mean, it pushed us closer together because we had to experience that by ourselves, which I, I'm a hundred percent grateful for, because I feel like, you know, not that it would have made it any less of an experience for my mom to be there, but it would have been a different experience. Yeah. And we wouldn't have been able to be just me and him. Yeah. So I'm kind of grateful for it. But at the same time, I was terrified because like I say, mom knows how to come me more than anybody else in this world. She's my mom. Yeah. So I was scared going into it with just me and Michael, but it turned out to be 100% okay. I wonder when it's going to change back to how it used to be. Never. February. February so? 23rd of, of 27,000. No, I don't think it's ever going back. I think this is the new normal. I think this is the things that we're just going to have to get used to because they're going to keep yeah. pushing this COVID shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just get, <laughs> get heated about it. I'm pissed off about it. That's why we're not sending Callie. That's one of the reasons that we're not sending Callie to public school because I'm I, she's so excited about school and it's only because of what she sees in TVs and movies. Mm-hmm. And those are still normal kids. I, I'm not forcing my kid to get used to a no, new normal with plexiglass sheets everywhere and masks. And she can't be, you know, in groups of friends to hang out with or do centers or things like that because this is the new normal and we're scared of everything. Yeah. I can't, I can't do that to her. I don't want to take her. I don't want to take her excitement out, you know, because she gets there and it's not what she thinks it's going to be. Yeah. And my sisters say that high school is weird. I bet it is. Literal people walking each other down the hallway on leashes. And I don't have time for that. No. If that shit would have happened when we were in high school. Do you know? Listen. They would have been bullied. Okay, but when we were in high school, kids had thick skin. You know, bullying oh, yeah, was just part of being in high school. You didn't, you didn't go to the. Don't even get me started. I'm not even going to get started on that. Yeah, let's. I have, I'm very let's go ahead to the, to the next. Just subject. go to the next story. Go okay, so this story. actually has to do. This has a little bit of COVID in it. Okay. Okay. Y'all, I have a good one for you. I'm so excited that you're doing a Monster in Law two episode. I hope you use this. We are, bitch. So we just had our son in November. He was a preemie. So I feel like I'm possibly more protective over him because he was six weeks early. Luckily, he only had to spend two weeks in the NICU. But anyways, we decided that it was best for for our family to cancel all holiday plans and just stay home. Especially with this new COVID variant going around, we decided it was best for us to keep everyone at home. Which is totally fine. I, think. I was about to say, as you should, like yeah. everybody has this COVID shit. When I say that we were sick the week before um, Christmas and now May, uh, Michael's sick, this, like, I'm 100% sure that's what it is. Everybody has it. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. So my mother in law did not like that at all. She told us in these exact words, you two are being extremely fucking selfish. And you are being assholes. How dare you keep them away from family? How dare you step up on a soapbox and <laughs> exactly. call me an asshole for fucking protecting Block. my kid? Block. Block. No contact. Get out. 
and she showed up to our fucking house at 7 a.m on christmas morning and she would have kept knocking at the door yeah i would have acted like i did not hear that yep. bitch who's that the ups man drop the package off with a cold with a co- she was coughing and sneezing saying it was just allergies in the winter time mm-hmm, that's where's what the I pollen <laughs> where is the pollen she got our kids cell phones with her number put in them so they can call her whenever they want they're three and six three and six want to know what the bitch got me <laughs> a scale and diet pills <laughs> says to me since you don't breastfeed you can take these she's always had some shit to say about me not wanting to breastfeed and my fucking weight i hate this bitch <laughs> diet pills and a scale no ma'am no fucking ma'am i can't i don't even <laughs> diet pills and the skill she would just say it lose weight but she would say it watch it too well here's the thing keep track of how much had, weight she just had a baby in november <laughs> it's december it's been two months god give her a break two months her vagina is not even healed <laughs> she can't even work and we don't it. she didn't even say what day of november it could have been you know the, the last, last day, day of november <laughs> november 30th diet pills and scale. i cannot with these motherfuckers i got one about gifts <laughs> i got one about gifts i was gonna read one of my other ones but i wanted to, i'm gonna read mine about gifts now okay Are you, this one is listen <laughs> It's just like we're not laughing at you. No, absolutely not. We're laughing because I would have. I'm laughing because she's gonna try and use those diet pills to lose that weight, but that weight ain't gonna do nothing for her because the only weight she's carrying around is the amount of audacity that bitch has in her pocket. Who (laughs) does that? And and then she says that she's always had something to say about her weight. Always. Like that means why she was pregnant. I'm just I am I don't know I feel like some mother-in-laws are a different fucking breed (laughs) they've gotta be because if my mom if my mother-in-law was to hand me some diet pills in a scale I've got to be a different breed because we're fighting oh yeah (laughs) and and according to you we're different weight classes bitch so man I can't but I when I read that I was like oh are you fucking kidding me i would have probably literally like automatic reaction just thrown him <laughs> whacked her upside the head yes. <laughs> was it at least a digital scale oh my god but damn bitch i would have, and actually i think i would be pretty mad if uh someone gave my three and six-year-old cell phones oh i'd be pissed you know what those things would go right back in the box they would Absolutely. never come out of the box so yep. if you're not going to take them back you're just paying a bill on Facebook something that's going to be used right you never used right. yeah never and then <laughs> and let me tell you something if i was to sell them on facebook marketplace while she's paying for them i'm not telling i'm telling oh, her no. i'm just gonna give them to somebody and let them continue to use that oh she's paying for it mm-hmm. so okay so here's here's mine i made a photo mug for my mother-in-law 
Shutterfly made an error and made the mug on a color-changing mug. You add hot liquids and the photo appears. I had other gifts for her, so I wasn't worried and actually wasn't going to give it to her. My husband, on the other hand, thought it was a perfect gift. So along with the other gifts, we she was given this mug. Okay, everyone was excited about it but her until my husband said he had made it. Then, my God, it, it was better than sliced bread. She was so excited about his damn mug. So anyway, my father-in-law was given a sweatshirt and a ticket to the Cotton Bowl to go with my husband. Airfare, hotel, car, everything had been taken care of. My mother-in-law was pissed she didn't get a ticket or a trip as well. And that somehow was all my fault. And seriously, I don't understand how. So I had asked my husband for a pair of Timberland boots and my husband wanted new Nikes. He ordered mine to be delivered to his parents' house because I worked from home and he knew if they came here, he would have get him, given them to me early. Same. <laughs> I could not keep a fucking Oh, yeah. Like, Alex I and I gift. are like, hey, you want your gift now? Yep. It's like, uh, it's September. Yeah. <laughs> he went over to pick them up on um, Christmas Eve. His mother decide that, decided that she didn't want him in the house while she was out. <laughs> what? He has a key. We pay for the alarm system and we can see the doorbell cameras. So this was odd. He said, fine, just leave the gift on the front porch and he would come get it. She opened the box, left the shoes uncovered out on the sidewalk in the rain. Uh, like put the lid under the open box. By the time he got to her house and found them, they were ruined. She denied doing this and said a neighbor kid must have done it. Mind you, we can see the doorbell cameras because we oh pay for the alarm system. He played the video back and not only watched her do it, but heard her say some pretty awful things about me while she was doing it. What the hell? She knew. She knew. She did know. She knew exactly what in the hell she was doing. She was pissed off because she got a fucking mug and her husband got cotton ball tickets but i i got something for you that shows you right there that one of them treats the treats this couple better than the other one of them because you're getting a color changing mug <laughs> while we pay all expenses pay trip to the cotton bowl for <laughs> so my mom has always told me it's the thought that counts absolutely it is but <laughs> In her defense, I think I'd be upset I got a mug if my husband just Oh, yeah, because I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> right. But for her to go as far as... At least give me a tumbler. Right. But for her to go as far as putting these shoes outside when it's oh, yeah, raining too much. and put the lid of the box like underneath of it, like the least you could have done was like stand out of view with this camera and thrown it across so it looked like the wind had grabbed it or something. But no, bitch, you like, you talk shit on her while you were doing this, knowing that he could see that footage on that camera. Like, did you just forget cameras were on your house? I don't understand how that runs through your head. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this in front of a camera that my son has access to. But she went on to say that her husband finally put her in check and was like, listen, my wife has has gone, you know, above and beyond and has dealt with your shit for so long like this is just the cherry on top and we're done and so there's no contact with her now ridiculous yeah your turn <laughs> okay um okay so this one is kind of short okay 
Okay, so she said, um, I've included a screenshot of a conversation between my husband and his mom. This is all you need. No backstory needed at all. But she did get what she wanted. Oh. Okay, so I'm assuming the blue bubbles are the husband and the gray. Oh, yeah. The gray are the mother-in-law. <laughs> okay, so I love how you can always tell which one oh, is yeah. which. So the husband <laughs> says, hey, what do you want for Christmas this year? We are so excited to fly up there and see you guys um the kids are excited to see snow it's all they've talked about mom the mother-in-law says i'm so excited to see my babies is blank coming i don't need anything for christmas just to see my boy and those cute babies please don't bring her lol what? husband says haha be nice it's christmas haha uh-uh haha no. what haha i'm gonna laugh right where's the joke What's so funny, guys? Because I, I didn't hear anything funny. And then she says, can you divorce her for Christmas and move back oh. home? I miss you so much. What? Guess what this motherfucker says. What did he say? I miss you too, mama. Oh, my God. That's a titty, baby. And then she says, I love you, my sweet boy. Why don't you and the kids stay at my house and blank can get a shitty hotel where she belongs? Or you can drop off the face of this earth where you belong. Yeah. And he <laughs> says, I can't do that. I will just make sure she doesn't talk to you. Is that okay? <gasps> the kids will wonder what's going on. Oh my God. Yeah. And then she says, I guess that's fine. See you tomorrow at the airport. You better make sure she doesn't even <clears throat> look at me. And then husband says, okay, love you. <gasps> that's he it. Been, he would have been going up there by himself. Absolutely. And then and when my you come kids back, ain't going. No, my kids right. sure as fuck would not go. Hell no, they aren't. And then when they come back, when he come back, he'd be looking to sign divorce papers. Well, that's what she said. She said, um, she got what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And oh, would have. She just said that. And absolutely would have. And should have. And should have. And should have beat both their asses. She should have went up there since she knew that when they got back, they would get a divorce. She should have went up there and thrown hands anyway. Because I damn sure would have. There's absolutely no way. Mm -mm. I would have printed out MMA tickets, gave them to her, and then she was like, oh, when's the fight? Now, bitch. Now. Because we fix my throw hands. I read them text messages, and we fix my throw hands. Don't ask me for advice, because I still think hitting a bitch is the answer. I... <laughs> the audacity of these bitches i swear it's ridiculous and you know to me it sounds like that um emotional incest shit yes like he's probably the only child or the only boy yeah and she um her husband divorced her because of her sick obsession with her son yes yeah, so let's just stereotype it all the way out yes <laughs> she lives at home with three cats hey <laughs> yeah but you're not divorced <clears throat> not yet <laughs> that's what i always say everybody's like well are you happy with your marriage so far so good but he keeps on acting the way he is we're gonna i think we're still in the window where we can get an annulment <laughs> anyway yeah um, yeah i got plenty of them girl I'm excited. Do you want me to do the funny one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Oh, I'm I'm ready. 
it's like one of those what the fuck <laughs> it's not like funny it's like it's like one of those where you, where you just laugh because you don't know what else to do okay <clears throat> so i need to vent <laughs> my in-laws always be shitting all of, all over my house literally for 10 years now okay so let's just stop there so when you hear my in-laws be shitting all over my house uh what is your first thought because my first thought is like okay they're here for the holidays and like one's in one bathroom one's in the other bathroom and like just like blowing my bathrooms up <laughs> it just they literally shit in our house <clears throat> every time they come to visit they can't seem to keep it in the toilet I find it smeared on the seat or it gets on the floor and then they step in it. Worst part is they don't even notice. So they're walking all over my house with shit on their shoes. I just want to set my house on fire. What do I say to them? Can you do me a favor and try and keep your shit in the toilet? <laughs> I'm so disgusted. Uh, no fucking ma'am. What do you mean? What do you say? Get your ass over there and clean up the shit you just tracked through my house. The literal human shit. <laughs> do you not find that funny? <laughs> I don't find that funny at all. I would be very angry. I think it's funny because it's a situation that I'm not in. If I was in that situation, I'd be pissed off but the fact that she even had to say this like the fact that this is going on and there with the you know there was a conversation behind it they were like okay well are they elderly like are they you know incompetent of, of kind of taking care of themselves you know like is it a medical problem or something like no oh my god these people are like in their early 60s like still very healthy able no. to take care of themselves that reminds me of something this has nothing to do with the monster in law podcast it's just a little story i want to tell Okay. When I worked, it was my first job at Dollar General. Mm -hmm. I was the key holder. So I was like a, like somewhat of a manager, but not really. Right. Lady comes up to me and she's like, Hey, can I use the bathroom? And I'm like, Oh no, sorry. They're out of order right now. Cause you know, Dollar General. They're always out of order. There's something always going on. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, that's fine. And she walks away and I hear, uh Oh, I, I look over and she shakes her leg and a turd falls on the floor. Oh out of her my pants. god and she goes do you want me to clean that up and i look around and i'm like i'm not <laughs> yes i want you to clean that up absolutely you need to and clean I, I swear on my life that really happened jesus i cannot believe <laughs> i don't understand it like why would you walk farther back into the store if you were so close to shitting on yourself <laughs> that you literally should have just... i cannot i can't why wouldn't you try and get to your car to try and get home? <laughs> like, right? I, can, I cannot possibly. And who that. wants to poop at a Dollar General? Oh, I can't. <laughs> Just <laughs> TMI, but I cannot poop in public. <laughs> Me either. I literally I can't. At home. I have such bad, I have poop anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have, a, I have an, another gift one for you. Are you ready? Okay. okay. It better not be more diet pills than a fucking scale. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it goes, my husband's mother sent a box of random stuff for Christmas. Most of it's old and dirty stuff for our four-year-old daughter. She did include one thing for me, though. 
a pair of obviously used dirty stained cat hair dog hair covered slippers what and she sent a picture they are <clears throat> gross crusty musty looking slippers she goes i showed these pics to my brother and best friend brother said to send them back to her best friend said just throw them away i'm tempted to send them back with a note that says something like looks like you sent your obviously used slippers to my house by mistake what in the what should i do send them back or trash them i say keep them for her gift next year oh absolutely and not not just next year at christmas like give them to give her give her them the first opportunity you have to give a gift if her birthday is in january perfect send them to her mother's day valentine's day send them to her and then go to salvation army and find the ugliest nastiest pairs you you can get and send those in that box too Mm mm-hmm and everything else that is obviously used in cinema. I have no problem with hand-me-down clothes. Hand-me-down oh, yeah, shoes. I'm all like, for I have I'm no problem with it. I love it. But if it's, like, nasty, mm-hmm. if you're going to send it somewhere, at the very dusty, least. Dingy. <clears throat> I'm not for it. At the very least, wash it first. Yeah. At the very fucking least. Like, you, the, the it, it just baffles me that some of these people's minds do not go common sense. I'm, those are pretty nasty. I should maybe wash those first if I'm going to send them to my grandkids. Yeah. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. I will never understand how your thought process does not go to what I feel is common sense, you know? I'm still a little congested. Sorry, guys. So I've got another one. That was so, my last one. Okay, I think I've got like two or three more. My family and I had just moved to a new neighborhood in the middle of winter. In January, the neighbors started walking the neighborhood during a nice weather spurt. And then my parents seen these parents and realized that they knew each other. Um, And then my now husband started to make an appearance. So I guess he was like the neighbor's son. They started coming out because it got nice outside or whatever I found out that January that my husband who was just the neighbor at this point had a thing for me okay yeah so they were neighbors anyway we started to get to know each other and his mom tried playing matchmaker with us I had already found out by this point that his mother had scared off every girlfriend he had ever had up to this point oh boy at this time MySpace was a thing and his mom wanted to know everything we were talking about online she even went as far as to ask my mom what my password for my MySpace was so she what? could see, like she could get in to read our messages. <clears throat> she did everything in the book you could think of to get us together. Once we were together, she didn't like he was spending his money on me instead of paying her bills and paying for her house. She was never able to scare me away 14 years later and we are six years married she hasn't been able to scare me away yet she has called me every single name in the book but a human being and has done everything to try and scare me away and obviously it hasn't worked oh my god i just don't understand why she was trying to get them together if she was just right what a weirdo it just it's just it's giving i need somebody to torture vibes right like it's just someone I can bully. Yeah, somebody. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> really short one. 
Uh, my mother-in-law is best friends with the ex-wife, whom, whom she claims she hated and helped pay legal fees against. And now I'm uninvited to all family events while the ex and her husband are not invited. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Well, that's okay because now your son won't be coming either, bitch. Exactly. Your son or your that? grandkids. How about that? How about that? How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> These people are absolutely nuts. Okay. So I have. Okay. Just two more. Just two okay. more. This one resonates with me because I am this level of petty. Okay, I'm ready. Do you know how petty I am? Oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I've known you for almost 20 years. I know. Would you say, not as my best friend, but from an outsider's point of view, that I have an extreme level of pettiness? Or is it moderate or mild? I think it depends on the situation. (laughs) what do you (laughs) this has nothing to do with what do you remember being the most pettiest thing I've ever done oh man (laughs) I don't know I can't I can't come up with one story okay so just side story here (laughs) I think the pettiest thing I've ever done is Callie's bio dad (laughs) went a good significant time without paying the child support that he was supposed to pay and so people know not a lot of people but some people know that he is Callie's bio dad Mm -hmm. like my close close friends or family so if he is single and ready to mingle and he so happens to mingle with one of my friends it's not something I've asked them to do but they just all of a sudden they're like they're like hey guess who just asked me out you know things like that I don't give a shit but one of them messaged me and was like you'll never guess who jumped in my inbox this morning and because this is such a normal occurrence because he's a whore (laughs) I automatically just said him yep (laughs) she was like How'd you know? <laughs> well, he is a horse. <laughs> I figured, why else would you be messaging me? We haven't talked in two years. Anyway, so she was like, he messaged me and he said this, that, and another. I said, Send him a message back that says that you don't talk to men who owe back child support. <laughs> oh, I remember you telling me about that. I almost died. That is so funny. She did it. She's a real MVP. Oh, well, she, yeah. she did it. Okay. And he messaged back and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. At the very moment that he messaged her back and was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I guess he thought he was going to try and be slick. I had a child support payment posted to my damn bank account. (gasps) Where he tried to. He worked. (laughs) He posted like, I would say a good 40% of the back child support he owed. He, oh my gosh. He had them paid so that she she would talk to him. <laughs> so I sent her a screenshot. It was like he literally just paid all this girl. <laughs> she sent that screenshot to him and was like, just because you just paid it doesn't count. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> so I feel like that is like a pretty petty thing to do. Is like have your friends message him because he's trying to get with him. Like he thinks that they're talking about dating and she's talking about trying to collect my child support. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's fucking hilarious. Anyway, that like I can legally make his life hell. Like we're gonna do it. I, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with being labeled that. But you know what? There's a lot of backstory there that we're not even going to get into right now. So anyway, um, I, it resonates with me. This one's petty. At this point, I'm feeling what's good for one is good for the other. And I'm about to be just as nasty, if not nastier, to mother-in-law. My I husband, right? Treat them as they treat you. Mm-hmm. My husband addresses the issue. She cries and makes excuses and is immediately forgiven because she's his mom. And that's just how she is. Well, if her disrespect can be overlooked, I'm about to give her a taste of her own medicine. Nasty Facebook post, crying when I don't get my way, pulling what if I die cards, snide comments, and then denying saying it. If it's a problem when I do it, it needs to be a problem when she does it. Exactly. I'm going to absolutely lose it. Three years of constant disrespect. I'm absolutely at my wit's end. So, as you should, um, I completely agree with it. I am here for it. Please update me on when and what actions you Absolutely. take. Um, and I just, I don't, it just resonates me. Mm-hmm. Resonates with me. So what do you think? You think it's okay? Uh, yeah. Well, do I think what's okay? Giving Treat- her like a taste of her own medicine? Hell yeah. Absolutely absolutely okay Okay. I was just making sure because I'm I'm a very very forgiving person and you know this yeah it drives me fucking insane I'm a pushover but at some point us pushovers we get pushed over and we're done yeah like it drives me absolutely insane you make all kinds of excuses for people when they do shitty things and I'm just like no they're just shitty yeah. <laughs> like they're just shitty. Can we just move on from the shitty person and leave them in a shithole where they belong with the rest of the shitty people? Because I'm so like one and done. Like if you piss me oh, off, yeah. if you disrespect me, if you like, I don't care. I have cut off family members and, and have absolutely no problem with it. Now, am I open to maybe, you know, bridging those, bridging those gaps and, and rebuilding those relationships? Possibly. But it's going to have to be at the right time, the right place, with the right conversation. Like, you're not going to come at me and be like, oh, well, you're absolutely wrong and I did nothing wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong. I can. I have no problem admitting yeah, when same. I'm wrong. But you're not going to sit here and act like I, you're, you just did not do a, a lick of, of shit wrong in the situation that I'm mad at you about. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to both own, if we both did wrong, we're going to both own wrong. I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. But you're going to admit you were wrong, too. Yeah. Absolutely. I completely you agree. Oh, we're going to stay on bad terms. And I promise you, I can carry a grudge yep. for fucking ever. It takes no energy whatsoever. I have people telling me all the time, you don't want to put all that energy into holding that grudge for so long. It literally takes me no energy because I will literally forget that you exist. Yep. And it, 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 take, it takes no energy for me whatsoever. I light my candles and it's done. So here's my last one and then we can be done. Okay. So my husband and I are dealing with doctors and prescriptions and such since we soon will not have insurance coverage for a small time frame. 
Anyway, I'm talking to him about my birth control and my mother-in-law comes over and I guess listened through the front door because when we opened the door for her, she asked me directly about it. Like starts Googling birth control and telling me how bad it is. What a weirdo. Stay off my ovaries, lady. I've had two kids in less than two years. I'm exhausted and can't handle another right now or ever probably. Same. And that is your choice same but how but how I'm the actual heck is that her business to google my medication because she eavesdropped and then to give me unsolicited advice it was especially awkward because the reason I need the birth control is because her son and I are clearly procreating so I feel like it's an even bigger violation of privacy actually it is it is (laughs) it 100% is like why are you worried about do you want me to tell you about our sex life too yeah. Do you want me to explain what positions are causing me to be put on birth control? Because I will. That's what I would have done. I'd have made you know, him feel so uncomfortable. Are you done? Yes. Okay. So, you know, it's really funny. <laughs> when we it? first told everyone that I was pregnant with Link, I was like, oh my God, they're going to know that we have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we've lived together for two years, we've been together for six. Yeah. They're going to know we have sex. I know that's one of those things. Like, I don't know what goes through my head. I don't know why I think like this. But when I see a couple and they have kids, I'm like, oh, they have sex. I don't know why it is the first thing that comes to my head. Where I'm like, oh. (laughs) And then I'm mad at myself. I'm like, don't worry about if they're having sex. (laughs) It's none of your business if they're having sex. But I don't know. so funny. Like, I'm a grown woman. Right, with a husband. With a yes. husband in yes, our own we're having house. sex. Right? <laughs> oh my God, they're going to know that we do it. Oh my God. That is so devastating. I can't let my mom know that I have sex. <laughs> it's like, okay, but you have three grandkids. <laughs> you know, or however many, right? <laughs> like, okay, that's okay. <laughs> and you know what was worse for me is when I realized what sex did, like it created kids. And then I realized my mom had had sex. <laughs> oh my god i don't want to think about that please it drove me insane for a little while like when i first learned what sex was <laughs> and that children come from this act and i was like oh my god and then it branched it was like okay my mom's done it oh my god my grandma did <laughs> oh my god stop i don't want to think about any of that this is where my mind goes to and if I have to think about it, you do too. <laughs> like, I don't sit around and actively think about it. But it was just like, once I figured it out, you know, like once you first learn about something, you like, uh, speaking of learning of things and like lineage, you know, going back up the family tree and whatnot, I bought that Ancestry.com. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. So apparently I'm Scottish. <laughs> really? Like I tracked it all the way back to like what 1564 or something like that they come over here from scotland wow my, michael was sitting here and i was like oh my god i keep going back it keeps going farther and like we just kept on flipping leaves and it kept going farther and farther and farther and farther and whatever blah 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 and i was like michael i'm scottish <laughs> like that explains your fucking attitude <laughs> scared dick oh do they have bad attitudes they're just they're very opinionated and like very stern in how they feel Hmm. they're very sassy from what i understand it's it's like 
You ever seen the movie Brave? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's that little animated Disney movie with a little redhead, and she's like very fiery, like feisty, like a redhead. Oh, okay. They're I Scottish. think my sisters watched that when they were a kid. Yes, I watch Disney movies like by myself. Are you I'm a obsessed. Disney adult? I don't know if I'm necessarily, I'm not obsessed with Disney completely. I just love their movies like Pixar and Disney movies. I will watch nine times out of 10. My will be like, have you seen this adult movie? And I'm not talking about like porn. I'm talking about like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about like the new matrix or a Spider-Man movie or something like that. I'm like, Michael, if it's not animated, I've never seen it. (laughs) I do. I do not watch movies that are not animated. I just am still a kid in that aspect of my life. Like, I watch TV shows and stuff. Like, I love my trash reality. Oh, girl, me too. But when it comes to a movie, nine times out of ten, I am not interested unless it is animated or if it is, like, mm, a Hallmark or a Lifetime movie. Girl, I love Hallmark. I love Lifetime movies. I'm All so excited. It. We've got Discovery Plus now because I made Michael buy it so I could watch Sister Wives. I told you it was mm-hmm. the best purchase you would ever make. Yes, I've probably spent, I know I have spent at least 72 hours on that app already. We hadn't even had it a month. I love I'm it. Binge watch these episodes. Like, I'm, oh, me too. I'm in season 12, like episode eight or something like that. So and um, I was ahead of you at one point yeah well because you started like two months before i did yeah i don't actually i actually don't really get to watch that often i know it now that i'm ahead of you i'm like pissed off about it but i can't stop watching like i just want to stop watching so you can catch up but at the same time like i can't stop watching this shit it's like a train wreck you can't look away from it it's like jesus christ like can you get your shit together please I don't want to spoil it for anybody. If anybody else watches the show, just comment on a post or something in our Facebook group because I need other, I need sister wives to watch sister wives. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know we're in that like mega huge 26,000 people group on Facebook of people that watch it, but oh yeah, I need, I need more people to feel like I do about these people. Because I feel like they're all trash except for Christine and Mary. Yeah, we love Christine. Team we, Christine. And Mary, Mary. And Janelle. I like Janelle. Janelle's cool too. I, I pretty much just hate Cody and Robin. I think, I don't think anyone is Team Robin. I hope not. If they do, they deserve to live in her house with her and Cody. <laughs> so they can hear her cry all the time. I also don't like some of the kids. The grown kids. I don't like them. Oh, yeah. Not all of them, but anyway, this isn't what this is about. <laughs> this, isn't a, this isn't a Sister Wives podcast. Unless you want one, then we can do one of those too. Oh, we can totally do that. We might even open up. Let's open up another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have Sister Wife podcast. We'll call it Cousin Wives. Cousin Wives. Yes. Y'all watch out. Coming soon. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's today's episode. Ah. <sighs> we hope you enjoyed as much as the first one because these people are out here crazy and hey if you want a third one send us stories send us stories we'll do it all right we'll see you guys later we'll talk to you next week
So as always, we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it for you guys. It always surprises us the stories that we get and the audacity that some of these women carry around with them. Right. So like Shay said, if you want another one, send us more stories. We'll do another one. Collect more stories and uh, put it out there for you. If not, yep. we'll, we'll see what we come up with next week. We're in the we're in the groove where we kind of just answer the call and talk to each other and mm-hmm. record it at the same time. So there's no telling what we'll come up with next week. Uh, make sure that you're following on all, following us on all our social medias for the inside scoops. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.